You are listening to episode 133 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Support the show when you shop on Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner, and then go about your purchase. It's that easy to tell Amazon to give us money because you like our show. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I I don't know if it's awesome or it's... it. No, I, I know that it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> our, our, our listeners, like, I, I don't think when we started this that I ever thought that people would find the things that... Actually, maybe I did. I don't, maybe it's just weird that... That it's actually happening. So, I know you don't listen to the show. So last week we talked about. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 Br- Brian, I don't either. All right, I, I write the show, I record it once, and then I edit it. I fucking heard it enough. <laughs> yeah, that's that's plenty. Last week, when Karen and I did the show, we got on the many attentions that this the show tends to get on, and we started sure. talking about Tempe. I think I told you about Tempe, Arizona. No, no, no. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Tempe, our floating dolphin with sunglasses, temperature gauge. Oh, no. We told I haven't this, heard about it. Yeah, we, we, we told the story of Tempe, and I, I'm not going to get into the whole thing but now, but one of our listeners found that story so insanely fascinating that it is currently his new Twitter avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go. I'll have to check it out. I'll, I'll listen to at least that much of it. Hey, good luck. I don't remember what, what part of the show it was at. <laughs> Although we did somebody, name last somebody, week. Somebody tweet me and tell me where it is. Right. Well, so I don't have to do it. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'm fucking lazy, right. I'm lazy and useless. All right. So let's get this show going. For those of you that love our Vintage Vegas episodes, you have to check out Dr. Dave's Vegas 7 article about the development of the Mirage and her opening it is absolutely fascinating. It would be her, her, her opening. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, that's very suggestive. <laughs> to me, it was a beautiful opening, Brian. It's been celebrated for eons. Very fond of people her flocked by the tens of thousands to her opening. It was beautiful. <laughs> and they all came, and they all came inside. <laughs> Some have said it's the best time they've ever had. <laughs> but the uh, the story he wrote, it, it, like, if if there were more things like this, it would be leagues easier to write vintage Vegas segments. It's oh, insanely sure. informative. It, it's the kind of things that it takes me six to eight months to nine to a year, whatever, to write these things because I'm desperately seeking the things that. that I don't know. You know, as a guy that reads so many books and articles and things like that, I read the same shit over and over and over again, 
hoping I find a sentence or two of something I haven't heard before that I, and then, you know, then the problem becomes to try and actually verify that it's accurate, but it's, it's stuff like this. Like this is an entire article that you're like, this is fucking amazing. I've never read this anywhere before. And I was just riveted. He could have like that fucking thing could have been like a mini book or something. I would have paid money to, to read that. It was amazing. Yeah, Dr. Dave puts out good stuff. I haven't read a whole bunch of his stuff like you have, but the little bit that I have seen, I've, I have enjoyed. Top quality. It's it's one of the reasons why I think he and I quickly became friends, like uh, like meeting each other the first time. It's just, it's one of those things like you just immediately, it, well, I mean, it's kind of like you and I, you know, we just immediately clicked. And yep. it's the same thing. I met Dr. Dave and you just immediately go, we have a shared passion about something. We just get each other on a certain level that, that most people don't. Yeah, for you and I, it was like, hey, you've got a fucked up sense of humor. Right. Oh, my God. Me, too. Right. <laughs> it's awesome. It's amazing. We can be we can be just jacked up together. Yeah. We and what, get... eight years later, here we are. Mm, see? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get this show started, I do want to wish the Fremont a happy 58th birthday. That would be May 18th. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking old. Yeah, good job on getting old. <laughs> every it's like every year you're you're older. Like you've not died yet. Well done. <laughs> and there you are. You're still there. All right. And how about the random Vegas? All right. Last Friday marked the eighth anniversary of the Boardwalk Hotel and Casino closing. Now, currently, that area is part of City Center. While the Boardwalk Casino had only been around for 10 years, at the time of its implosion, the building had been in operation in one incarnation or another since 1965 when it opened as the Holiday Inn. Do you remember Boardwalk Casino? You've been around for a long time, Vegas. (laughs) No. No? You don't remember it at all? Seriously? No, I don't. It was just a tiny little shit hole in the wall. I remember... This is like, and I only got to see it our first our first trip. I think it was dead by the by the second time we we went. But it was literally. It, I mean, if you think Casino Royale was this little dive piece of shit, this no, this was this was hands yeah. down the the, the queen. Trump, it of, trumps it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as a matter of fact, that's where I saw Purple Rain for the first time. There was a lounge act there. I don't know. It was just, it was a weird, it was a really weird time. Those who have gone to Vegas a bunch of times know. It was a strange time in your life. <laughs> I was finding many things about myself out. <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> I'm sure I was going to go right. somewhere else with it, but yeah, you took it in a better yeah. way. Yeah, there we go. That's Can't man say that. Nope. No, you cannot. All right. How about the Vegas Mate Review of the Week? This week's review is Mark's May 2nd review of Tournament of Kings at Excalibur. Gave it five out of five chips. He sure did. Mark wrote, waited for years to see it, and this didn't disappoint. I finally went down those stairs to the Excalibur arcade area to the, is it TOK Theater? Tournament of Kings there, buddy. Tournament of Kings. Damn it all. (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, To the Tournament of Kings Theater, I sat in the front row of the dragon section, the bad guy in the show. My, oh my, did I have fun. Good food, tomato soup, a whole Cornish game, and not like the fucking half that you get at medieval times now. Along with broccoli and potatoes, great special effects and fight scenes. Merlin gets the crowd involved. I imagine it's great for kids, or in my case, the kid inside. Recommended. I love this review. Karen and I, uh, as a comp from my Vegas, are going to finally enjoy this uh, show, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm interested in your review also. You know, we're looking to get back there. I, my uncles are trying to get us to go down in July for their 50th birthday. Oh. Um, 
but that's not going to be possible because for one, airfare is just out of control. And then obviously, you know, in the industry that we work in that particular week or two weeks isn't very good for taking time off of yeah, work. So. Yeah. Well, not to mention, we've got to somehow coordinate. If you're going to go to Vegas, we got to, we got to Oh yeah, and you'll obviously yeah. be, you, you'll naturally be in the discussion as well. But uh, but I mean, yeah, we can't we can't to... drop that kind of shit on our listeners. Like, hey, in two months we're going to do three sixty Vegas vacation. Do get there, go go go, <laughs> go 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 now. <laughs> but it's not um, like I can't yeah. just enjoy your you know company there. I mean, what? Are, yeah, I mean, you're totally my just, you're my can, friend. We can totally just bromance it up. That's right. Fuck these guys, <laughs> or or girls. I don't want. I don't want. <laughs> and, well, and they're there too. All of you listening can fuck yourselves. <laughs> I'll hang out with Brian without you. Suck it. My 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 Wang receptacle will be there as well. <laughs> Can't even articulate how happy I am about that. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, we, hey, you know what, Mark? We've got a twit pick of the week this week as we, well. We do. It's something we're known for. Uh, this week. <laughs> This week's winner is at PD Legend for a picture that I think helps to showcase why themed resorts take Vegas to the next level. It's a shot of New York, New York from the ground looking up at one of the faux skyscrapers. It's framed with a beautiful blue and white sparsely clouded sky. But but what I like about the themed resort is that it, it gives you the abbreviated experience of the real thing. It's like it's like vacationing for those with ADD. It's like, oh, let's go to New York. Oh, let's go to Paris. There's a castle, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I think the theming of Vegas pulls from the same brilliant idea Walt Disney had with the themed lands in the Magic Kingdom. I mean, theming is what got me to Vegas the first time, and and I, I hope we never lose it. I love it. Absolutely, unique experiences, of course. Yep. Uh, as always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll put it on our Flickr and Pinterest pages. We'll feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of our show. All right, let's get into the news. So to start off the news this week, apparently there is no sex in the airplane bathroom. <laughs> I, I thought Chris Rock when I wrote that headline. No sex <laughs> in the airplane bathroom. <laughs> but a British woman in her 20s was on a Virgin Airlines flight headed to Las Vegas with her parents. During the flight, as so many people do, she enjoyed a few beverages of the adult nature. She also struck up a conversation with a passenger in the seat next to her. One thing led oh. to another, and they decided to have sex in the airplane bathroom. Oh, apparently, easy going. Yeah, apparently the sex was really good because it didn't take long for the rest of the plane to learn exactly what they were doing based on the volume in which they enjoyed coitus. It, <laughs> <laughs> it became so disruptive that multiple passengers complained and flight attendants had to break down the lavatory door to make them stop, at which time... The in-flight entertainment began to scream her objections to being stopped. <laughs> she eventually had to be cuffed to her seat until they reached Vegas, at which point she was questioned by the police and released with a warning. So the moral of this story, Brian, is this is barely discouraged. <laughs> I mean, you won't actually get in trouble. <laughs> They'll just it's make just it. just a slap on the hand. That's right. You know. Hey, you... Two guys, come on, sillies. 
<laughs> no word if the man and woman knew each other or if they met on the plane. <laughs> I frequently thought about having sex in a bathroom on, on a plane, and I cannot wrap my head around the logistics of it. No, it sounds like a, a nightmare, as a matter of fact. And, you know, I, my wife and I are both tall people. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, I just, I, I can barely fit in there uh, by myself. You know, right. like if I need to kerplunk a deuce on a, on a plane, it's just not, uh, it's not happening. So trying to fit my wife in there as well, who my wife is 5'10". So, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm 6'3". So, I mean, we're not, we're not tall, super tall, but right. the two of us together just won't work. So I, I, I would love to. The, the friendly skies are not are not accommodating. <laughs> and I'm not. And Karen and I are nowhere. I think I'm five eight, you know. And even for me, I'm like going, how the fuck are the two of us going to have sex in here? It's just not going to happen. That's how friendly do the skies really need to be? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm all for I'm all for that. People having a good time and all that stuff. I personally don't give a shit if it's not in, in, impeding on my flight experience. Or you know, obviously I travel with a small child now. Right. Probably to Vegas, I, I wouldn't do that. But. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, you know, if I if I'm there and my son is not distracted by what's happening, I don't. Frankly, I don't give a shit. Right. Um, I, I, I I'd probably whip out my phone and start recording. <laughs> like yeah, maybe I'll end up on Tosh Point oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear this? This is awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> so somebody's totally getting stuffed in there, <laughs> and she's loving it. <laughs> <laughs> she is really enjoying it. Good for her. She gets out. I applaud. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> But that's interesting, though. They, I mean, they just uh, they just kind of randomly met on the plane, apparently. It was kind of an anticlimactic article. Yeah. <laughs> like you got to the end, like, that's it? It's all that happened? I feel like we're trying to give it a little bit of extra life, but... Uh, yeah, well, I'm totally going to try. Where it is. Yeah, I'm going to fuck on a plane. Jesus Christ, yeah. that's nothing. <laughs> hey, excuse me. You go right ahead. That's right. <laughs> Don't let me get in your way. Don't let my, my bowel movements get in your way, man. <laughs> you go right ahead and be somebody's slam piece. Use the one in the back. We're fucking in here. I'm close. I'm close. <laughs> You're fucking my rhythm up. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's move on. That was uh, that was delightful. What a nice way to start off the news. I know, right? We do have information on the Vegas fee scams. Every once in a while, something comes across that is not only informational, but it's kind of something that we... Uh we're helpful, Brian. Our show is actually helpful for a moment. <laughs> we're contributing something valuable to society. That's right. Now a it's, very selected demographic. <laughs> those those who haven't become offended already and tuned out. <laughs> that we haven't alienated. Right. Uh, it's been reported in the past by multiple sources that several Vegas eateries have been tacking on some hidden bullshit charges. This week, a Vegas Shadow reader shared some interesting new fees they found on their invoice. Sitting down for an $8 Bud Light draft at Monte Carlo's... Well, it's Vegas, what are you going to do? Uh, That's at, fucking rape, though. I don't care where you are. You're, no, you're, you're right. But at Monte Carlo's new Double Barrel Bar and Restaurant, ended up costing him $11.05. Here is the itemization of that bill. $1.44 in gratuity. They, they'll, they'll take care of the tip for you. Don't worry about that. Ooh, so don't tip extra, which you inevitably will because you don't know about it. Yes, yes. A 16 cent service charge, a 65 cent sales tax. You can't get around well, that. Sales one. tax, you can't get but, around that. But right. this one's bullshit. 80 cents as an entertainment tax. <laughs> now, this is for one guy pulling up a seat at a bar and ordering one drink. And even more deceptive, and you alluded to it, if you don't look at your itemized bill, you'll find the merchant copy has a place for you to add a tip. So, as a reminder, 
Vital Vegas shared that Cabo Wabo at Planet Hollywood now charges concession and franchise fees. Border Grill charges for fucking water. And the Fizz Champagne Bar at Caesars has auto charges for gratuity. Moral of the story, you can no longer just pay your tab in Vegas. Always check your itemized receipt before signing. And while you can't do much about the add-on fees of the time, sharing this shady bullshit practice with others like us, Vegas Chatter, whoever, whoever, you know, people who actually give a shit about this city, get that shit out there so we can somehow fight back. The best thing we can do is just not patronize them. And I'll be dead honest with you, Brian. Double Barrel was on our list of things to do on our next trip. After I read this article, gone. Fuck you, Double Barrel. Yep. Yeah. No, that's bullshit. I can't, I can't believe that they're actually, well, maybe I can believe that they're doing this. I don't know. I just think that with everything, with all the markup that they've got on top of it, you know. Well, to your point, uh, Brian, it's $8 for a goddamn Bud Light draft, possibly the cheapest variation of alcohol. Yeah. Eight right. fucking dollars. You can get a six of that. A six of fucking Bud Light. But actually, $8. Fuck, Brian, you can get a 12 of a Bud Light for that. Right. And he's, so it's like, right. listen, we're giving you 8 bucks for a beer. We get it. We're here. We're hanging out. We're having a good yeah. time. You're going to fucking charge me 6 bucks for or, or $0.60 cents for entertaining me? And I know it's $0.60, cents, but the thing is, it's that kind of tiny little nickel and dime bullshit that you're like, come on. I mean, fucking resort fees. This yeah. now we're gonna let you get away with this shit. No, go fuck yourself. Well, I think there. what I think what gets me is that I mean, I guess it, you know if the gratuity is built in, then I guess it just ha it saves you from having to you know think about it, you know, and you just sign off and that's it. But yeah. if you're not aware that the, the gratuity is built in, then you're gonna tip the, the the bartender on top of it. And the fact that they're not telling you about it, I think. See, for me, I think that's the worst. Like the eighty cent entertainment tax, yeah, it's bullshit, but it's eighty cents, right? Right, right. Um, I understand that it adds up and that if something isn't done, it's just going to escalate. But I think the the, the hidden gratuity, uh, that, I, that I have the biggest issue with. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I've made that mistake before where luckily my bride was looking at the itemized receipt as I'm getting ready. to. If I even recall, I wrote the tip in there. And then she was like, there's already a tip built into this. I'm like, oh, scratch this fucking shit out. I'm not tipping anymore. You've already charged me for it. Right. Just right. Your, uh, whatever. Yep, we'll have to keep an eye out for, for that kind of stuff on yep. you know, people people talking on Twitter about where who's doing what. That's the best thing you could do is just go on Twitter. Hey, these fucks are yep, doing this. Absolutely. So that's it. Yep. All right. Well, moving on, we do have some information on Hard Rock and their ban on Batman. Yes, blowing off some steam before reporting for filming of Batman versus Superman, Ben Affleck was a guest at the Hard Rock. However, after multiple wins at Blackjack, security said they caught Affleck counting cards and asked him to stop. He was immediately banned from playing blackjack at the property, telling him, quote, because you're too good. Now, the property <laughs> made sure to issue a statement saying, Mr. Affleck is not banned from our property and is welcomed back anytime, as well as clarifying that he could play any other casino game other than blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> Taking too much money off of him. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's a big time card. Doesn't he? He's in the uh, World Series of Poker. Every yeah, year, yeah, right? yeah. Guy. I mean, the guy clearly loves loves playing cards. And the one thing I do like about it is that, you know, people. I don't know why. For some reason, they give Affleck so much shit about about his acting or just I guess just in general everything. And to yeah. me, this is more impressive. You're like, eh, see, this dude's fucking smart. Like I've always known he was smart. 
You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not easy to single-handedly count guards. I know I know that I said before that I wasn't sure if he was the right fit for Bruce Wayne slash Batman, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think, I certainly don't feel like he's a bad actor. Any, any, I've seen some movies that he was in that were just okay. I've seen some that were flat out bad. Right. And I've seen some that I really liked a lot, you know. It's just like any other actor. You're not, they're not all going to be gems. Exactly, and, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, he, I don't think he deserves the... Uh, I don't want to go on and on about this. I don't think he deserves the bad rep that he gets. Yeah, himself. I mean, we'll see what he does, and uh, hopefully hopefully it's good. If it's not, it it wouldn't be the first time Batman was portrayed shittily. Fail. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Val Kilmer. <laughs> I'd say Clooney was the one that aborted it the most. No, I, I, I Clooney was, that, that goes without saying. But Val well, Kilmer, I, know, right? I don't know. I, We're just wasting I our think, time even mentioning Clooney. <laughs> I think Val, and I like George Clooney, too, as far as, uh, you know, some of the some of the acting. He does very good actings. Um <laughs> But uh, some of his movies have been awesome. Like, obviously, in Oceans, oh, my God, I yeah, fucking yeah. love him in Oceans. Yeah, yeah. Perfect cast for that. But, yeah, I, Val Kilmer disappointed me because at that time, in that particular kind of, you know, day in, in Hollywood and in film, mm-hmm. I expected more out of him for that movie, and I felt pretty let down. Yeah. A uh, bunch of useless information. Uh, let's move on to the Wranglers' bail on Plaza. Such a bummer. A couple months ago, we reported on the minor league hockey team the Las Vegas Wranglers, relocating their home games to the Plaza. It was announced this week that the concept has now been abandoned. Plaza announced the news after the cost of renovating the pool deck into a pop-up hockey rink began to exceed original estimates. The two parties parted on good terms, unlike their ended relationship with Boyd Gaming when they were ousted from the Orleans Arena. Both the Plaza and the Wranglers expressed their excitement for the project and disappointed by the reality that it wouldn't work the way they hoped. The Wranglers are currently looking for a new home, but ownership said they've had a backup plan all along. However, they aren't ready to make a public announcement until some details are solidified. It's so funny. It's like when this was attached to Plaza, I was so interested. It's like when it isn't, I'm like, I don't really care what the Wranglers do. I actually had no idea they were doing this. This would have been really cool, I think. I agree. I agree. Oh, I, I, I was even already in the back of my head making plans by going, and then we got to go down to downtown, and then we'll fucking go to Wrangler's game. It'll be so much fun. But <laughs> Yeah. That's disappointing. Yeah. All right. Hey, speaking of our buddy George Clooney, the Clooney-Steve Wynn saga continues. Yes, sir. In an interview with Bloomberg News, Steve Wynn shared his version of the Clooney altercation with some revisions. <laughs> the Clooney altercation. <laughs> It has like a label, you know, that's funny. Yeah. Wynn now claims he never called the president an asshole, nor did Clooney call him one. (laughs) He went on to explain that celebrities like Clooney, who are very fortunate, live in a bubble and think because everyone gives them everything that everyone should be given everything. It should be the standard. Mm -hmm. Now, Clooney responded by telling People magazine that, in fact, Wynn did call the president an asshole and Clooney did call Steve Wynn an asshole as well. He also <laughs> attempted to make the comparison of celebrity sheltered living to that of business owner like Wynn, claiming he is surrounded by yes men. The problem with that logic is Wynn has won multiple awards for the way he runs his businesses, as well as how good he treats his employees. Wynn has built a company to become one of the richest men in the world, where Mr. Clooney has made a living off of being attractive and pretending to be other people for millions of dollars. (laughs) Clooney also claimed that he hadn't had a single shot of tequila that night, something Wynn said he consumed massive amounts. 
Clooney did admit that they were drinking, but said it was early and they had two more meetings on the evening's agenda. So they were pacing themselves, which makes his claim to be, quote, close, longtime friends with Obama. Actually, I don't know if that's a full quote, but <laughs> you get the point. Yeah, it, yeah. something in there about it. just yeah. makes it even more stupid, at least when we thought he was hammered, but going, okay, he said something dumb. But now he's like, listen, I was stone cold sober. And President Obama is a long time close friend. <laughs> like, yeah, when you're yeah, when you're drunk, that's your out. You right. know, if you do something stupid, even if you're just close and you just make a mistake, you can still use that as an excuse, you know. Right. But if you're just totally if you're forfeiting your out, then you just sound like an idiot. Right. Handsome George claims there were <laughs> at least eight other people at dinner with them, not on Wynn's payroll to support his version of the story. Well, they're not on Wynn's payroll because they're on Clooney's right. <laughs> the world, I, I, I can't confirm this. The world waits with bated breath for the next chapter. <laughs> I'm very eager. I'm very eager to hear what the next. Uh, I'll tell you who's, who's going to strike next. Seeing the the video of Win in this this interview, you would really think that a billionaire could have afforded a better plastic surgery job. I mean, that guy used Oof. to be super. Good looking, man, and, and, and like like Clooney esque, and now yeah. well, you're like, it, well, well, you know, the the plastic surgeon, he may have a great plastic surgeon now, and then like, what do you think of this? He's like, yeah, it looks good, but we we, we can't forget Steve Wynn can't see a fucking thing. Oh fuck, I didn't think about that. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Like, yeah, this looks good. This looks good. Uh, it really looks like shit, but he doesn't know any better. Well, now I hate his his new whore of a wife. Like, you're supposed to, you gotta <laughs> look out for this guy. Come on. She's not even looking at me. Yeah, look good, look good. Where's the money? <laughs> Right. Yes, get where's in me, my, Steve. Where, where's my Where's my black card? What, whatever it takes one. to get another million, get up in there. Yep. Or <sighs> such is the world. Right. You know what's so funny? We do all these things. How ridiculous would it be if somebody like like we're like yeah like Andrea fucking Win is ever gonna hear any of this? Like how weird would it be if we're like you know what we should do? We should go to Win. It'd be amazing and have like Andrea walk up to like going. You know, it was really hurtful when you said something like, like holy fucking shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't appreciate those things that you said. I really thought he looked good. That was hurtful of you. Was, Listen, if I would have known, I would have said, like, going, this is the most fucked up conversation I've ever been in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lean over to you and whisper, Mark, this is really uncomfortable. Run. <laughs> I'll pretend to fall down, and you can just run, and then I'll catch up. Brian, please tell me you roofied us. Please tell me. <laughs> Not this time, dear friend. <laughs> I told you I wouldn't do that again. Fuck. That was a one and done. Right. It's a special moment. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's move on to the next story. Resorts World progresses towards reality. The next step in getting Resorts World's four billion resort built. <laughs> Resorts World's resort. Four billion dollars. Right. It continued this week and was recommended for approval of a gaming license, which at this point is believed to be nothing but a formality. Owners of the project Genting plan to begin construction this year. When originally announced, plans for the project were shared. This week, the RJ shared that plans have been made a little clearer and will happen in phases as well as clarify the things that will happen as opposed to the things that might happen. So first, Let's talk about the things that will happen. Let's. Resorts World will have 3,000 rooms in the main hotel and 22 villas. 
I don't know if that's in the hotel, but you know, in the area. There <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be much of villas if they were in there, but. It's, yeah, that's fair. The casino will have 3,500 slot machines and table games, as well as a center bar featuring live entertainment. In a modest, l- modest amount. <laughs> Push. Push up. <laughs> it's going to have an elaborate garden attraction in front of the property, although they might want to reach out to Bellies because I think they had that for the last 20 years and it was awful. It's terrible. Yeah, it failed. They will operate their own sports book instead of bringing in a group, which has become the popular thing to do recently. They will have 30 food and beverage outlets and 15 retail venues. Although it does seem like they're going, at least in the initial press release, that they're going the crystals route and and making the mistake of forcing you to walk through the retail to get to that area. However, it didn't. It wasn't clear if it's like city center where you're highly encouraged to walk through that area because it's it's like the the fastest way to get to Aria, and and the the alternative is is insanely long or what the case is. But um, Tropicana is planning on doing the same thing, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, a 50,000 square foot, 58 foot tall aquarium uh, will, will also be available for viewing. How many fucking aquariums are you going to have? Uh, a rooftop sky park. It's a pretty big tank, whatever wherever that's going. I wonder if they're gonna. I wonder if they're gonna contract that. You know those guys that I think that don't they don't they live in California or Vegas where they do all those really high end, super custom aquariums you ever see that on like hgtv or maybe it's like tlc or yeah. discovery or something. i was gonna say i, I think there's like three shows that all do that <laughs> yeah I, yeah I, I could be i could yeah. be no i'm with it right. i do i do think it's interesting absolutely and but i guess the thing that you know like i'm trying to make a joke about is that we've seen ridiculous aquariums i mean Mandalay bay's got a fucking shark exhibit right. mirage has that amazing thing it's like what are you going to do that's going to be any more impressive than what they've done? And I think that's that's the really important thing to do is you're like, yeah, oh, wow, another place, fucking placement huge in the aquarium. Property. Yeah. yeah, placement in the property. If it's custom, it might look cool. I don't know. I, I well, like that would be cool. Can you imagine like playing slots or hanging out next to a giant fucking fish tank? Like, that's weird. <laughs> hey, man, what's up? Right, I know, right? You see this bullshit? The sheen is ice cold. It's bullshit. But I, there's also going to be a rooftop sky park and observation deck on top of the 674-foot-tall tower that has already been approved by the FAA. Phase 2, a.k.a. might be coming, but probably not unless it draws people like the Mirage did when it opened. They will add up to an additional three hotel towers. Yep, only the main tower is going to be part of phase one, as opposed to yeah, that, that whole beautiful thing that they, they originally shared with us. Yeah, it's just the one on the right. That's the only one they're you gotta, building. You got you to gotta crawl before you walk. You know? <laughs> there you go. And I'm sure they're like four billion-ish. I don't know. <laughs> it's like two and a quarter. Right. <laughs> like, listen, listen, we have, a, we have a whole lot of faith in Vegas. I mean, not, not blind, but, you know, we you know a little bit. And it's going to have make a comeback. It's going to have a thousand to fifteen hundred seat theater without a resident performer. It will have a, a or actually I keep saying it will have. These are all things that might happen. There might. Yeah, this is phase two. Yeah. yeah, there might be a million square foot convention center, and it might have a water park, bowling alley, movie theater, and a still to be determined large scale attraction. I like that they're like, listen, we might do this and this and this, and we might do something else. We might do something huge. <laughs> we don't know. We might we have, do this we as well. No, I, we might do something that'll blow your fucking mind. <laughs> but you don't know. We don't right, know yet. I know, right? <laughs> we don't know what those things are. But, right. but just be, pre- be something. Just be prepared. All right. 
just brace yourself because right. something is going to happen. Get ready. <laughs> it's going to be cool. And, of course, if they expand, they will add more restaurants and retail. Plans are currently to open Phase 1 in late 2016 or early 2017. I think it's going to be good for that area. I just, I, I, I fully expect there to not be a Phase 2. Or if there is, it's a very abbreviated version. Like, those three hotel towers, <laughs> no way. There's no yeah. way. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's a little ways away yet, but uh, I'm interested. I, I, everything that's that's happening in the AKA the Phase Two maybe phase is actually a little bit more interesting. But that, it sounds like they're trying to build up one of those. Um, you know, they're trying to make it something that I don't think any resort can really do in Vegas, at least not now, and maybe ever. Uh, and that is create a property where you feel like you have everything you want and need right then and there and won't leave to go anywhere else. That is exactly what they're trying to do. It's, it's yeah. so intuitive. And I don't know if that. that's possible. I don't know if it is either anymore. I mean, I know that was a phase that Vegas went through. And I know yeah. their concept is that they're trying to appeal to both the high roller and the family. But when you consider so much of the family aspect is in phase two, how are you going to try and pull this off when the things that would differentiate you from the competition and make or you in the your place? Baby list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not even going balls out on that. Now, now you're just going forward with the things that everybody has. Right. Yep. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they're making a mistake with that. At least incorporate some of the things. I think things like the movie theater. Um, I think the water alley. park. I think the water park's the big one. Yeah, the water. Yeah, water park just as well. Go for that, man. You're in a goddamn desert. Just balls out. Go for your fucking water park. Yeah, I, 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 at this point, what they're telling me, other than the theme, nothing interesting about this property. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. All right, well, let's move on to uh, props two. <laughs> let's see, where do we have here? Ah, yes. Well, at the Mayweather, Maydon, Maid, how do you say that guy's last name? I have no Maydon. idea. <laughs> he fought know. somebody. We know Mayweather at fought the, a guy. At the fight that Mayweather one yeah. last week. Uh, 60 people were treated for various injuries related to the fall of what sounded like a gunshot at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Police investigated and found that it was a partition near the, <laughs> of all places, near the Starbucks. <laughs> uh, and it fell over and it caused a scare. But wow, 60 people right. injured as a result. <laughs> Former celebrity Ian Ziering of Beverly Hills 90210 fame will again join the Chippendale show at Rio June 12th through July 19th. I've seen him. Yep. It's not impressive. Yeah, the well's running dry. <laughs> uh, management of the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood announced that they intend to finally finish the conversion, both inside and outside, from the Desert Passages motif from the Aladdin days to its current incarnation. Four new restaurants are planned to take up the space in the completed 60,000-square-foot renovation, complete with outdoor dining with live music. No word on how much the project will cost or exactly who will open up in the available spaces, but owners hope to begin the project at some point next year. Yep. Mom Museum opened a new exhibit called The Cowboy Sheriff, all about former Clark County Sheriff Ralph Lamb. Lamb was the man charged with keeping the mob in line from 1961 to 79 and was recently portrayed by Dennis Quaid in the short-lived TV show Vegas. Bloomberg is reporting that Caesars Entertainment is considering selling some of its Atlantic City assets. No real surprise it's there. It's so ridiculous. I remember reading one thing and they're like, going, we think the Atlantic City market is, is over-serviced. We're like, no fucking shit. It only took you 15 years to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> 
now that he has magically healed from surgery, Chris Angel's Cirque Show <laughs> will return to Luxor for those of you craving douchery on an epic scale. <laughs> and finally, breaking through that glass ceiling, Excalibur announced that they now have their first female horse rider. Yeah, no word on when they will burn her at the stake for being a witch. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for news and props, too. Let's move on to playing Vegas. All right, on the Playing Vegas the segment of our show, where we share with you upcoming performances and entertainment opportunities uh, occurring outside of the normal residencies, excuse me, that are occurring out in the next week of time. This Wednesday, Lauren Hill is at the Brooklyn Bowl at Link. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets will start at 60 bucks. Friday, Cheech and Chong and War are at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets are going to start at $40. On Saturday, One Republic is performing at Mandalay Bay. That show is going to start at 8.30 p.m. Tickets will start at $42. And on Sunday, the Billboard Music Awards are at the MGM Grand. That show is going to start at 5 p.m. Tickets start at $102. Yep, true story. All right, that's going to do it for Playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas Deals. In an effort to save you some money in planning your trip to Vegas or while you're in Vegas, if you're there right now, uh, we offer you Vegas Deals. Vegas Deals is brought to you in part by Caesars Entertainment. Support the show and get a discounted room rate in Vegas at, at all of their properties, including Planet Hollywood, Paris, Cromwell, you know. Simply go to the blog, click on the banner, and then go about making your reservation. And the two deals we got have nothing to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and take the first one? Downtown Grand has a room deal. If you book your room at least 14 days in advance, you get 20% off the room. Rates start at $40, but you must prepay for the room, and that prepayment is non-refundable. So uh, make sure you're going. Yep. <laughs> Be real damn sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Our other deal is a Downtown Grand Plays Club offer. Uh, new members get up to $1,000 in free slot play for just joining their players club my points to sign up just go to the player services at the property or you can call 702-719-5100 yeah, that should have been players club I, I, you wouldn't have thought an er would have made such a giant difference but i feel like an ass and then lastly we've got the poll do you enjoy the vegas deals segment your options were yes yes i've taken advantage of those deals and no and Overall winner was 48%. Yes, you enjoy the segment. 10% of you have actually enjoyed the deal, hence our new plugging of so the So collectively, 58%. There you go. And 40% uh, is no. So the segment is staying. Thanks again to everybody who took the time to what share. What happened to the other 2%, Mark? I, what, I, about, what about them? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, Google is shitty at math. <laughs> they don't do math real good. That's horse shit, Google. I expect better from you. Personal chefs in the house, really? Maybe you should get a couple mathematicians, huh? <laughs> Maybe a few people with, I don't know, master's right. degrees or, or PhDs <laughs> right. in mathematics uh, or something like that. 
duly some noted. Maybe, some maybe some related field of study. I don't I don't want to work for them anymore, Brian. Uh, you know, um, I don't think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> They're like, we don't want you to work <laughs> for us. So, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the internship. Have you seen that? I have not. No. Oh, uh, I want to see it, but I, I know you know. I'm, I fell victim to a just a witty line in the in the uh, previews, you know. And when uh, Vince Vaughn's acting, you know, he's he's talking to one of the guys at Google. He's like, I don't know, maybe go out and you know go out for have a cold one. He's like, I will not be having a cold one. <laughs> Cracks me up every time. It's so stupid. I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard. I will not be having a cool one. All right, that's actually going to do it for Vegas deals. Let's move on to coming attractions. All right, coming attractions is the segment of our show where we share with you upcoming entertainment opportunities in Vegas outside of the normal residencies that will be in the future as compared to playing Vegas. Weezer will be coming to the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan on Friday, August 1st. Show starts at 8 p.m., or it will start at 8 p.m., and tickets will start at $68. Rock in Rio Vegas 2015 announced the festival's schedule. It's going to be Friday and Saturday, May 8th, as well as Friday and Saturday, May 15th and 16th. No word on prices or who will be performing or why the fuck you would announce something this early with none of those details. Like, hey, just ask your employers you want to get that they're time just ex- You know, they're just excited that they got dates. Right. <laughs> who cares, though, really? Empire Records, the all-90s experience, is performing at Vinyl at Hard Rock on Friday, May 23rd. Show starts at 11.15 p.m. Wow, that's late. However, admission is totally free. Steve Winwood is at Brooklyn Bowl at Link. Friday and Saturday, June 13th and 14th. Doors open at 6. Show starts at 8. Tickets run $50 to $60, or you can purchase passes to both nights for $100. Brian, I celebrate his entire catalog. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's highly treasured. <laughs> Chevelle is at the joint at Hard Rock on Saturday, July 12th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $30. Blue Traveler, Uncle Cracker, Sugar Ray, and Smash Mouth will be performing at the Golden Nugget Friday, August 8th. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $52. You'll be able to enjoy half of those uh, <laughs> band artists at the Food and Wine Festival probably this fall for free at Disney World. <laughs> and the uh, Disney Manzi. Boom! Fuck you, yep. Vegas. Came right in there. Yep. <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch is at the Joint at Hard Rock on Friday, October 24th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets will start at $50. And personal mentor Caesar Milan is performing <laughs> his Leader of the Pack live show at Palms Friday, August 15th. The show will demonstrate how to read your dog's body language in order to prevent and resolve behavior problems, learn the role instincts play in shaping dog and human behavior, and identify good behavior triggers and learn to redirect your dog. Show will start at 8 p.m. Tickets run 49 to 217. Okie dokie. Uh, don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, let's go to the river. got some lovely listener feedback that will occupy the river segment this week. <laughs> People have questions and comments. Yes, questions, comments, etc. 
Yeah, we got an email from John Williams. Dear 360 Vegas, which entertainer do you think has the best comeback by appearing in Vegas? Who was the biggest flop? Love the show. Tempe Adolf Finn. I told you, these people. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. I have to go back. I Damn it, I have to. Somebody tweet me and tell me what the hell, what part of the show. I don't want the minutes and seconds. <laughs> not the enhanced podcast. I'm not going to do that one. Just tell me in the regular one. I actually had to tweet a, a photo out of Tempe because... <laughs> And like I said, now it's somebody's avatar. I haven't I actually even looked at it. Hang on, I, while you're, I'm going to actually, uh, while you're addressing this question, I'm going to take a look myself. All right. Well, I think without exception, hands down, the biggest comeback ever coming to Vegas is Elvis Presley. Because what you've got to realize is Elvis had been doing movies for about a decade. And he performed one television event where he was singing again, you know, singing the, the songs that anybody gave a shit about, as well as some new songs. And that was it. So nobody had seen him live in well over a decade. I mean, you saw him on TV, but I mean actually live. And the thing is, is that even he knew going into the Hilton that this could be either the thing that just exploded him into the next stratosphere or would just kill him. And, and he killed it. And unfortunately, you know, it, You've, you've heard the Vintage Vegas segment. Uh, or if you haven't, check it out. Yep. Uh, I but, agree. But biggest flop, there are too many to count. There's so many people. Not residencies, mind you. Uh, there's a lot of residencies. Vegas has been a really interesting place. You have people like Elvis who made a giant splash with what he did. And then Celine Dion did something. I, I, you can't say similar because Celine Dion was uber popular when she decided to do Caesar's Palace, and now it's become kind of a popular thing to do what she's doing, which is, I just don't want to travel all over the fucking place, so I'm just going to set up shop in Vegas, and everybody comes to Vegas, so they'll come see me, so it's not a big deal. But there have been just loads of people who have tried to set up residencies that you just didn't pull up. Jesus, Frank Caliendo signed, oh signed a decade-long contract with Monte Carlo and lasted all of a month and a half of that before they canceled the contract. I mean, it, and that's just one of many examples that I can send where people are like, we're going to set you up as a resident. It's going to be amazing. And people are going to come and people are like, who? I don't give a fuck. So, it, yeah, Elvis hands down the best. Too many to count for the worst. I agree with Mark. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next one. Uh, oh, props too. I'll props let you too. take this one. Oh, he's, he's got some interesting points, and I think he's fucked is what it boils down to. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was an April Fool's joke, but no, it is true. Putin has banned Swip Putin. That is a great name. Putin? I'm a huge fan of this name already now. Putin has banned swearing from movies, theater, and other forms of art and media. Does a podcast count? Well, Stu, rest assured, we've made excessive <laughs> efforts to make sure that there's no way we could be somehow confused with art. <laughs> so I think you're going to be fine there. But as of July 1st, there can be no mention of certain words. Four have already been specified. Two depict male and female reproductive organs. One describes the process of copulation. And the last refers to a promiscuous woman. I think a 360 Vegas podcast with no mention of the male reproductive organ or the process of copulation might only last about five minutes. It's actually about four and a half. We've done the edit before. <laughs> uh, you are going to have to prepare a bleep version as well as an enhanced version. Props to I, I 
categorically and and some other grander word would <laughs> it's not gonna happen is where I'm getting with this and I apologize that you may have to miss out on this show but we will continue to have homoerotic jokes I mean there's gonna be dicks and, and, and nuts being dragged over things and Putin can eat it <laughs> and I would eat Putin to be honest with you <laughs> it sounds delicious <laughs> oh, alright well good so that's going to do it for our listener feedback in the river for this week, as it were. And Putin. Yeah. Uh, although I'm planning on getting some Putin here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's Once this show's Saturday over. Night. Yeah. It's Saturday night. Why not? <laughs> right? Who shouldn't be getting Putin on fucking Saturday night? Everyone should be. I think we already got the name of this week's show. Particularly on Saturday night. Everyone should definitely be partaking in some Putin. That's right. Unless you're a big fan of man-ass, then you should be tearing that up. <laughs> Uh, truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for episode 133. We thank you all for listening and downloading. We really appreciate it, uh, as we do every single week. If you'd like to take a look at any of the stories that we referenced on this week's show, you can do that on the blog. Again, that's 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send us some feedback as props Stu and John Williams have, you can email us, 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, help others find the show. If you like us, do us a favor and review us on itunes good better and differently read all itunes review on the show and uh mark's all over social media so uh i actually just sent out my quarterly tweet <laughs> just a few moments ago that is that fact. is all he is required to do as my co-host actually i gave um i gave vegas vic some expert advice uh <laughs> on the on the topic in which he is he tweeted about i am a subject matter expert on <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Mark's on social media. Find him there. Those links are on the blog as well. <laughs> if you don't like me on this show, you should just stop listening, stop following, start doing this thing. Because yes. I'm the only one making an effort. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show, guys. That's all I got. We'll see you next yep. week. Yeah, go ahead and say it. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yes. Yeah,